Hi, this is Baden Warren, and you're listening to the Power Forward Podcast. Hello, my name is Baden Warren. Welcome to episode two of the uh, Power Forward Podcast. Stay tuned and listen to uh, episode two, what happened in the 2023 draft, and many more. Yeah, I watched uh, both day one and day two. Um, the draft was in Nashville, Tennessee, and it was a big draft. I learned it was, I think it was the most like watched draft in a while. And um, so the first pick of the draft was Connor Bedard from the Regina Pats. He's supposed to be the next like generational superstar. So Chicago got a, a gem with him. So he went first overall. And... Uh, the second pick was Leo Carlson from Anaheim, which I thought it was a questionable pick. I mean, he's a pretty good playmaker. I've, I still think he'll do well with the Ducks. I mean, the Ducks are building a good team for the future with Zegers and McTavish and many more. And um, everybody kind of was like, it was mostly a head-scratcher as well because there was Adam Fantilli who, uh, who played at the University of Michigan and won the uh, Hobie Baker, which is like the hockey's version of the uh, Heisman Trophy, if you know what that is. And um, he's a pretty good center. He uh, played well with the uh, the the World Juniors and um, played well with the another tournament with Canada. He played against men, so he, great great experience for him. So there's been questions with him where he'll go back to Michigan and play or go to Columbus, which he did get picked there. And um, I think uh, Columbus got a really good player. I think he'll be a good like first line center for them, alongside uh, Ken Johnson and many more good players they have. I think Columbus is they've been drafting really well recently, and I think uh, they've been keeping good drafting. So that's good if you want to be a competitive team in the future. The number four pick was uh, William Smith from the U.S. National Program. He was taken fourth overall by the Sharks. I think he's been like a good. Uh, Good playmaker, led. Uh, I f- was one of the lean scores for the uh, or point scores for the U.S. national program. He's committed to Boston College, great, great college school, and um, I think the Sharks got a, a good pick from him. It, they were debating it was either him or Mitchkoff, or so they leaned with uh, Will Smith. So uh, he'll be a great center for the uh, for the Sharks in the future, and. I think he's a good piece to help him. So he's not going to jump in the NHL right away, but he is going to um, play a year or two at uh, Boston College, so which is a great school. And then the sixth pick was a bit, a uh, bit of a never head scratcher. With uh, Canadians took uh, David Reinbacher, a big right hand defenseman from Austria, and um, he he's like pretty decent. He could be like a first pairing or second pairing guy I think he's got a lot of still some things to improve on I think he'll be a decent defenseman in the NHL if Montreal is able to develop him right so Montreal is going to have like a pretty good um defensive core and they took a uh, Lane Hudson last year which was a gem in the in the uh draft last year so and then the seventh pick I was a little Ticked. He didn't fall to Washington. He was Madve Mitchkoff, who was apparently supposed to be um, second in a while ago, but now he like dropped 
for some like controversial stuff. I mean, he's a Russian player, very good player. He's a he can playmake ability. He has a decent playmaking ability. He's mostly for his goal scoring. So apparently, he's supposed to be like the next Ovechkin Kucherov type player. So I think the Flyers got a good pick with him. And um, and for the next pick for my team, the Washington Capitals, I think they did a good job picking him. Best player available. That's what what you got to do. So I missed one team. So after the Caps pick, I'll go back to him. Ryan Leonard from the USDP. He also played with Will Smith in the U.S. program. U.S. program has some like good players this year. So Will Smith, he's a big power forward. He's only like six feet, so not as big as Tom Wilson. So he's most people compare him to like Tom Wilson and like the Brady and Matthew Kachuk. So a good power forward. He can play hard. He uh, he can make some decent plays. I haven't fully watched some highlights of him, but trying to morally understand the player. So Caps, I think the Caps got a good pick with him. And then to go back with Arizona, which was a bit of a reach, but he is like a decent defenseman. Uh, Dmitry Simashev from Russia, left shot defenseman, could skate pretty well. Um, I think he's like six foot one, six foot three, so good defenseman. I thought he was going to go in the mid first round, a little bit late first round, somewhere between maybe like ten and like twenty five ish. So he he was decent. And then um, I know there's been like a lot of picks, so. I'm going to say the uh, players that really stood out to me. So another player that stood out to me, which I think did a good job at drafting. I think uh, Buffalo taking Zach Benson at 15 was a great steal. He's a great skater, can move the puck well, kind of has a bit of a Johnny Gaudreau, um, Mitch Marner type skill. So I think Buffalo is going to love him. He can skate. He skates fast. He's a bit small. He's only like five foot eight, five foot nine, so not a big guy. So, but skates really well. He has speed, which I think the NHL is going is all about. So, great pick for Buffalo. And then um, another good pick was Oliver Moore, who is apparently the best skater in the draft. A lot of speed. Went 19 overall to Chicago Blackhawks. Him and Bedard could do some damage with Chicago. He's committed to uh, Minnesota Duluth, I believe. So some school in Minnesota, never great school. Um, he's going to do well there with Logan Cooley and uh, Jimmy Snuggerud and all those guys. So Minnesota has some good draft developing. And um, another good pick it was uh, Gabriel Perrault. He led the Team USA in records. He, he broke the record for uh, Austin Matthews point record, which was pretty impressive so he's going to Boston College as well so Boston College is going to have a, a, a great roster next year so they're building up a good program and they have a good history of developing guys and um, I would not be shocked if any of them would become stars in the NHL so Parole, great pick for the Rangers he plays mostly on the right side so he's he he's a he's a good player for the Rangers to pick up He's another good steal. And then um, San Jose had another good pick with Quentin Musty from the Sudbury Wolves. Um, another good power forward. Can be physical and make some good plays. So, And then the go on to my winners of this draft. So my winners are the Chicago Blackhawks. They picked up Connor Bedard, Oliver Moore. Great players. I think they're going to do really well building around Bedard. And um, Chicago is going to go in the right direction. And I think that's a great way to start. 
And then Philadelphia, I think they they had some really good picks. They picked up Mitchkoff, which is good. They picked up Oliver Bonk, who's a bit of an underrated defenseman. And then they picked up some guys that I liked, which is like Denver Barkey and uh, a decent goaltender and Carson Barnison, which I think his name is. So Philadelphia's getting some uh, good players. And then the Buffalo Sabres, they're, um, they had a great draft. They're picking. They picked up uh, Zach Benson, who I mentioned. They picked up Scott Ratzlaff, I've, maybe in the third or not the third, but the fourth or fifth round, I believe. So maybe six, but decent goalie. Um, done really well in the WHL with the Seattle Thunderbirds. And um, uh, Anton Wahlberg, who I think is an, a pretty much an underrated player, good center. So Buffalo's got a good uh, forward core in the future. And I think another winner, of, I'm going to say, is San Jose. They made some great picks. The first three were pretty good, which which is good for them. With Will Smith and uh, Quinn Musty and Casper Holtonen, who went early in the second round. He was projected to be like a mid-first-round pick like a while ago. He kind of like dropped his draft stock a bit, but good pick for San Jose. And then Columbus. Always seems to be drafting well with the Michigan players they've been drafting. With Adam Fantilli going third, everybody thought he was going to go second. And then um, they picked up Gavin Brady from the same school. He's he's a pretty good player, but but a small guy. And then they picked up Andrew Strothman, who is another underrated guy. And then they uh, picked they made some some really good picks. And then also. An honorable mention would be like Carolina, Washington, and um, the, those like two types of guy, two types of teams, which I thought they did pretty well, but not as well, but you say. But I'm only going to leave the top five that were like the biggest winners just to make, make it short. And then the losers, I have uh, Toronto. They only had like three picks in the draft. I mean – they mostly use those picks to try and make some moves at the deadline to try to like get them over the hump to like try to like get to like go all in but honestly they they were able to go past the first round which they've been struggling for years now but also um they eventually lost in the second round so Toronto only had like three picks and the first round they picked was um Easton Cohen from the London Knights who, who fought was a big reach so Everyone expected him to maybe be like a third, fourth round guy. And then Arizona, I mean, all the picks they've been like collecting for like the few years, like there were like a lot of them were like head scratchers. And there was like a lot of still good players that were like still available in the first round, like Zach Benson, Oliver Moore, and like a a bunch of guys who they they could have picked. So Arizona, they, they kind of failed. And then Pittsburgh. Not to show like hate to them or anything. I thought them picking up Brandon Yeager, who's who's not a bad pick at all. He uh, he's a good player for the Moose Jaw Warriors, so he uh, he's he's a pretty decent player for them. He's a center. He had a pretty good season with uh, Moose Jaw, so I think he'll be like maybe a possibly a second line center or third line center. So maybe a second line center at best. But I thought it was a good pickup, and then the rest was just like was like math. But they could have gone like better, so. And then Ottawa, I mean, Ottawa missed the playoffs. So, I mean, they're a team that's almost on the rise. So, they only picked in, like, the fourth round. So, they picked up 
like a good-sized defenseman in Hoyt Stanley, who I think could have some potential. And then, like, they've been moving these, like, picks they've had to, like, get, like, Jacob Chikorin to get, like, to clear some cap dumps. So just to move out, like, a bad contract or whatever. So if you're wondering what, what a cap dump is, so. And then, um, and then another, like, big loser is, like, Boston. So, I mean, same same with, like, Toronto. Boston, like, broke, like, the record this year and, like, wins. So they've been trying to make some big pieces to go all in for, like, Bergeron's last year, Bergeron and Krejci's last year. So, honestly, them losing to Florida was a big collapse. So I will be dis- discussing that in, an, in another video. Boston made some, like, okay picks, but not, like, wow picks. But, I mean... I honestly don't know much about them, but same thing with them in Pittsburgh. They they couldn't have done better. It, it's apparently a deep draft this year, and there was, like, a lot of talent. So, I mean, they just didn't really, like, hit on some, like, good guys or, like, some good players. But, I mean, you never know what's going to happen, so we'll see. So those are my five winners and losers. Sleeper picks? I, I wouldn't, like, give a few. I think uh, Andrew Crystal, who the Capitals took at, like, 40, he was – maybe possibly the steal of the draft i think he's he he's a little small for his size but plays really well he handles the the puck pretty well so one thing that i think made him slip was his size and his like his skating and like his skating's like not all that bad but i think there may be some things to improve in his game and um another like sleeper pick i think um Riley Height, who was supposed to be a first-rounder. So I think Minnesota got a good player there. And um, Bradley Nadeau, who Carolina picked in the late first round, he's going to go to Maine. So I think he's going to be a, a good player. So I, I was interested in him in the draft. So I wonder how he's going to turn out. So and then there's like Quentin Musty, who I who I said who played for Sudbury, so he's going to. I think he'll be a good NHL player if, like I said, if he gets developed right. So I think uh, Andrew Strothman, who's a left-hand defenseman from uh, who went to Columbus, I think he's he's an underrated guy in this draft. I think he's he's done some really good things and. Uh, not a lot of people like talk about him, but I think he went in like the second, maybe early third round, I believe. So, so I think uh, Columbus got a, a got a good one in him, and I think there was um I'm trying to think here. Uh, Lucas Dragasevich, uh, right-hand defenseman. He played in the Western Hockey League, so I think Seattle got a a, a good pickup in him, and I I think he's if. Uh, there was some things he can improve on. I think he can be a good defenseman for Seattle one day. Since the draft ended, we got a free agency tomorrow, so there's been a few uh, buyouts recently, and most of them have really surprised me, which I'll get into in a minute. So for the season, I think, um, well, there's the preseason. There's uh, the Kings and the Coyotes will play in uh, Australia, which was pretty wild. Also, opening night, uh, Chicago versus Pittsburgh. Bedard goes headed against Sidney Crosby, which I think is everyone's going to keep their eyes looking out for. And I think uh, everybody's going to wonder how he's going to do in the NHL. So I think Chicago's doing the right 
going the right way. I think they might not make the playoffs this year because they still have the process of rebuilding and they're still like a young team, but they made some like pretty good moves to help out Bedard and like trading for uh, Nick Flanino and um, Taylor Hall, who's had a pretty good career himself. He's just moved around a lot. So I think uh, Bedard's going to get some good help from them. They acquired uh, Corey Perry, who was like a nasty guy. So Tampa like got him out for like maybe some cap reasons and that stuff. I mean, the cap is pretty tight in the NHL. So like I mentioned, there's been a couple of like buyouts that I didn't really see coming. Uh, Matt Duchesne was bought out. And, um, and then there was mostly some buyouts that kind of made like sense to me. Like Winnipeg bought out uh, Blake Wheeler, who's been their like captain for a bit, but he was like stripped of it last year. So he got bought out and I think Winnipeg's trying to like retool a bit. So they're trying to like get younger. I don't know if they'll be like a playoff team this year, but they want to maybe like try to be a little bit competitive and get more younger. And I thought they made some like good trades and um, LA acquired like Pierre-Luc Dubois to help them get like that free-headed monster of like him, Kopitar and uh, Deneau. I think everybody was kind of like questioning LA about the move with Pierre-Luc Dubois. He, like he, I hear he's like not a good like finisher, but he's like a decent like he's like a decent center. But maybe like L.A. could like put some sense in him, and maybe he'll do better there. But you know, like I said, you never know what could happen in hockey. And then uh, the return for him was uh, Gabe Velarde, Rasmus Kupari, and um, I Alex Iafala, who's like a pretty good like middle six forward. And like I think Winnipeg's going to love those guys. And uh, they got like a second round pick for next year which is not something like big but I mean a good return for uh for Winnipeg and then also there's been um I think New Jersey got a lot better with adding like Toffoli who's like a good like 23 goal score New Jersey's top nine is going to be like unfair Jack Hughes had an unbelievable season Nico Heeshear Dawson Mercer who I think is pretty underrated they have um Trade for Timo Meyer, they locked him up, and they got Jesper Bratt signed up. So good uh, offseason for Tom Fitzgerald, their general manager. I think New Jersey's heading in the right direction. I think the only problem for them now is, like, the goaltending. I think if they want to go far in the playoffs, I think the the goaltending needs to improve. I mean, Vanacek's all right, but, I mean, he had a good season last year with them. So New Jersey really took a big step last year, so... Maybe they'll take a big step this year. So the Devils are a team you want to watch out for. And then the Rangers uh, hired uh, Peter Laviette, our old coach. So the Capitals move on to him just to, like, start something fresh. And um, so every team is, like, trying to improve. So And every team is trying to, like, make a new direction. So either, like, retooling or rebuilding or, like, trying to, like, win another cup for their like small like championship window like the Capitals have or what Pittsburgh has so and then Pittsburgh hired like Kyle Dubas like I believe like last month so that's a good move for them and then uh, the Capitals hired uh, Spencer Carberry who uh, he's a young guy I believe he's like 41 or something so the Capitals are very familiar with him he worked with Hershey so he knows our young guys which is a plus and he worked with the South Carolina Stingrays, which is our ECHL affiliate. So I think that that could be an A-plus move. So I'm kind of curious on how the team is going to play under him. And um, 
even with the uh, aging core we have with uh, Backstrom, who's been having some like hip issues recently. So he's probably not going to be a hundred percent healthy. I mean, Ovechkin's like chasing the goal record and possibly trying to get like a Stanley cup and uh, us trying to like re-sign Tom Wilson. So I think we might get those things done. So, I mean, the game is getting like faster and challenging. So I think uh, it's going to be a big season to watch. So I hope everyone stays tuned. I think it will be a good season. Thank you for watching the Power Forward podcast. Stay tuned, subscribe, and wait for episode three. Thanks for watching.